Blog Talk Radio. Minister Ginger London. Welcome to the Ginger London Show. I am so glad that you are joining me on this evening. Uh, We are doing a very special show where we're talking about Stop Struggling with self-sabotage. I know uh, as we're ending uh, the year, I want to remind you that you are strong and that you can be as successful as God wants you to be. And so I want to talk to you just briefly on on uh, this show today about self-sabotage. And we're going to really uh, focus in on what causes it, you know, and then give you some steps on how to overcome it. Remember, the Word of God says that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And that means that no matter what you're going through, if you apply the Word of God, if you really um, position yourself for change, position yourself to be more than a conqueror, you will establish just that by the power of God that works in you. And so we're going to get started. Uh, and I want you to listen to some of these questions that I'm going to ask in the beginning. I want to see if any of this sounds familiar to you. Maybe people have said this to you. Maybe you have said it to yourselves. And uh, you have been wondering, you know, why are you having those types of conversations uh, in your mind and why are people saying certain things to you? So let's start with, uh, you know, a lot of times when you get ready to do something in life or whether it's a career, a business, and ministry, or just living every day. And maybe you have a hobby that that you like or something that you like doing. You know, sometimes you'll hear uh, comments like, you can't do that. Uh, that's that's way too difficult. If you try, you'll probably just fail anyway. You know, have you ever heard, you know, or had, ever had some of these types of things said to you? Or maybe uh, you're just a little different. Maybe you're in business or in ministry or in your professional career. And I want you to, I'm going to give you some scenarios, and I want you to see if you can find yourself uh, any of these scenarios or if they sound familiar to you. Uh for example, let's say um it's a it's the night before a big deadline uh which is looming, you know, in your business, but instead of doing the the work needed, you start scrolling through your social media feed. You're looking on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you know, you're on Periscope to see who's live, you know, and what they're talking about. You're doing all the these things uh, to avoid working on what you need to work on so that you can be successful. Or maybe you set a goal to start eating more healthy foods, but you can't seem to resist stopping at the fast food every day for lunch or reaching for a bag of chips, but you say you want to be healthy, you want to lose weight, but you continuously do the things to set something that will hinder you even accomplishing that goal. You know, how about this one? You know, how about you put yourself out there, you know, and you've uh, gotten some clients in your consulting business, in your coaching business, uh, in your service um uh, business of, of whatever kind, and let's say you thought that you, you know, um, got everything together, but when it comes down to actually working with the client, you start making excuses about why you can't work or, you you know, we need to reschedule your session, we need to, um, I'm not quite finished, let's, schedule, let's reschedule the meeting date uh, so that um, I can uh, really present this to you, you know, in a good way. You just come up with different kinds of excuses or types of excuses to avoid working with that client. But this is something that you prayed for. This is something that you worked hard for. You know, you went out there you, to do it, and then when the opportunity be, 
uh, presents itself, you come up with all kind of excuses about why you can't get started working with them. Or maybe you've had a fight with a family member. So instead of staying at home and working it out and finding um, you find yourself shopping, you know, you're just out there buying up everything, or maybe you are, you know, just mindlessly filling your cart with items that you don't need, but you can't help yourself, or you can't stop yourself from buying it anyway. You don't need it, but because of everything that's going on in your mind about just what, ha- what happened with this person in your family, you just, you're just throwing stuff in the basket, not paying attention to prices, not paying attention to if you need it or not, you're just putting it in there, and before you know it, you have overspent because you are not happy about something that you actually that occurred with a family member. All right, so self sabotage. You know, if you found yourself in any of these types of you know uh, scenarios um, or situations, you know you usually are having a lot of negative thoughts in situations like these that are re- that are repeated thoughts. You know, and you probably are struggling with self-sabotage. If you can identify this and say, you know, yeah, I find myself in this a lot. You know, um, self-sabotage usually comes from having low self-esteem. It comes from, you know, uh, not having enough confidence. It can result from uh, the way you were either um, raised or just circumstances that have happened to you in your life. So no doubt, you know, um, it's something that many people uh, struggle with at one time or another, the good news is that you can beat it. So on this show, uh, uh, on this show today, we're going to look at what's causing you to have self-sabotaging behaviors and ways that you can counteract them. So let's begin by talking about what is self-sabotage. You know, you, in order to really do something about something, you need to get an understanding about what's going on in your life. So what is self-sabotage? So before you can get into the how to stop it uh, behaviors. To stop the self-sabotaging behaviors, you need to know what it is. And basically, simply said, you know, um, if you're in the um, uh, self, uh, if you're in the not self-help, if you're in the uh, helping industry in any capacity, whether you're a psychologist, a counselor, a, a life coach of some kind, maybe uh, maybe a self-improvement coach, you know, recovery coach, whatever, we know about their a magazine, um, Psychology Today, and so Psychology Today says. Their basic definition uh, for self-sabotage is uh, behavior is said to be self-sabotaging when it creates problems and interferes with long-standing goals. Let's stop there before reading the rest. Basically, it is um, behavior that creates problems and interferes with long-standing goals. It creates problems in your life. When you do things to self-destruct, when you do things to stop your own success, when you do things to stop your future from being what God intended, including your present day life experiences, when you do something to stop, hinder your own growth, hinder your own achievements or goals, those are behaviors that you need to be learn how to identify so that you can stop them. Because if you don't, Every step of your life along the way, these beha- this behavior is going to create problems in your life, and it's going to keep you from reaching long-standing goals. So the most common uh, self-sabotaging behaviors are procrastination, self-medication with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, and forms of self-injury such as cutting. You know, and those can be some to the extre- can be extreme in some people's lives. Maybe you are the procrastinator. You know, maybe you are the self-medicating. So you haven't you haven't learned yet how to deal with the issues of life, and so you self-medicate. You numb yourself with uh, drugs. You numb yourself with alcohol. Uh, maybe you haven't. Um, uh, uh, learn how to deal with your issues of life so you find comfort in eating food. You know, when you take that bite of that twink, it's like soothing to you, not realizing that every time you do that, you're not only just creating problems in you reaching your goals, you're creating problems for your health. When you comfort eat, when you overeat, you know, when you eat out of shame and guilt, when you um, also uh, inflict some type of self-injury, uh, such as cutting and wounding and, and wounding yourself, you are creating even a bigger problem when you start be engaging in these types of behaviors as a result of having the self-sabotaging mindset in your life. 
So that's the definition from psychology today. So basically, just to break it down, self-sabotage is often just a, it's an unconscious thought or behavior that conflict with your desire to succeed. Self-sabotage, it is in direct conflict with your true self, with who you are. Your real you wants to succeed. The real you wants to be do good on your in your career, on your job. The real you wants to fit into the family and really have healthy relationships with your family members. But when you are engaging in self-sabotage, it's usually an unconscious thought that that, that is in direct conflict with that success. Um, it's the act of doing a particular behavior that goes directly against what you need or what you want, all right? It can be what stops you from achieving your goals and your dreams. It often comes in the form of that inner critical voice, you know, telling you that you can't do something. And that comes from things that have been said to you and things that have been done to you in the course of your life. And so it's an inner critical voice, but it's a voice that was formed and shaped out of things that were said to you and things that were done to you. And you developed a mindset from the wrong words. Um, being activated in your life. And so now you are trying to live out uh, those words or you're responding to those words in the wrong way. So we talk about that critical inner voice. It refers to um, a pattern of damaging thoughts, you know, towards yourself and towards others. It's that voice that makes up uh, the internalized dialogue enemy that fosters distrust in your life, uh, self-criticism, self-denial, addictions, and withdrawal from uh, goal-achieving activities. So it really is a, it's an enemy. That inner critical voice is an enemy that fosters distrust. When you become a person that's um, operating from a behavior of self-sabotage, what happens is you begin to distrust other people because all of these things that have been said to you in the past or things that were done to you in the past. So when the, someone comes in front of you that you can honestly trust, there's been so much damage emotionally and psychologically and, you know, um, internally uh, within you that you don't really have the ability yet to discern when uh, a person is speaking truthfully to you uh, to help you and when they are um, – not, not, I mean, when they're doing something differently, you put everybody in a bat and, and just you group them all together. And even if you want to believe what someone is saying to you, you will have a tendency to come behind that with, yeah, but she's being nice. She must want something. You know, or he's up to something. He's not, you know, nobody's just that nice. Nobody helps you for, without wanting something in return. So you become very distrustful, distrusting in life. You also become very self-critical. You know, you criticize yourself. You already have these horrible thoughts going on in your mind, and as a result, then you start criticizing yourself based on what someone else said that caused you to believe these things about or what, it, or what they did to you that now have that has you believing things that are probably totally untrue about who you are. It can be true to some degree if you continue to live it out because you will actually be engaging in that. So it's true as it relates to you engaging in some sabotaging behavior, but it's not true as as it relates to who, you're cre- who you were created to be. And so then it also, uh, self-denial, you know, you will deny yourself every opportunity to go forward in life. You will do something to deny the fact that you deserve it. You will say, I don't deserve that. I have, you know, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not smart enough for that. You know, I, I don't think that's for me. You will say all sorts of things to deny yourself the opportunity to be to move progressively forward in life and to succeed at whatever it is that you want to succeed at. Even if it's a stay-at-home mom, you will deny yourself the opportunity. You will come up with all kinds of reasons why you are not a good mom why you're not a good wife, why you're not a good employee, why you're not a good entrepreneur, why you're not a good consultant. You will deny yourself every chance that you get. Here and there, you will let a little bit creep in, but not enough to dismantle all of that self-sabotaging belief. You, you, won't, there, you won't allow enough of the real to come in to dismantle that. You will just let a few little drops trickle in from somewhere. You know, but then you'll revert right back to thinking in the self-destructive way. It also um, will have uh, cause you to have addictions 
and a withdrawal from goal achieving activities. If you're not careful, I know there's a lot of things that has been, you know can have that um, have happened to people in the course of their lives, and it's horrific. And because you have not received the counseling or the help that you need, the aftermath of that lingers. And it causes you to do all sorts of things. There are some things, sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, those types of things are horrific. And they will cause a lot of emotional and psychological damage if you don't get help to overcome uh, what what happened to you. If you don't get help, professional help, you will struggle for the rest of your life. And you will not live the fulfilled life that God intended because all of that violation against you will get in the way. And it messes with your mind. It messes with your emotions. It messes with your ability to be who God created you to be. So you want to make sure that you begin to really pay attention to that critical inner voice because it affects every part of your life, including your self-esteem, your confidence, relationships, your performance, on the job, in your business, accomplishments, you know, at school, at work, you know, um, in your um, your business, in your ministry, it ha- it will spill over and it will have a major impact on these areas of your life. So that's what self self sabotage is, and so uh, it's very important that you understand, you know, um, what it is because you need to know it. You know how can how it you need to know what it is how it affects you in your everyday life and you need to go a little bit deeper to recognize when you're doing it and how to gradually um, make the necessary changes. So why do you have uh, self sabotaging behaviors? And there are a number of reasons why a person will engage in or have self self sabotaging behaviors. You know, so if you want to succeed in life. Just in your life period. When I say life, I mean across the board, no matter what professional genre or in, uh, industry that you're in. When I say life, I'm just talking about your life in general. You know, um, um, you need to know what the self-sabotaging behaviors are, and you need to know um, what you need to do with them and how to overcome them. Because bad habits, uh, negative self-talk, and other ways. And, and, and other ways that mess things up in your life, you know, can come in from many different sources. You know, um, a part of it comes um, with your personality act, personality acts in conflict uh, with other parts of your personality. One part of personality is in conflict with another part of your personality because there's a struggle. You know, the Bible talks about there's an inner struggle that we go through sometimes in life, you know, and that's why you have to make sure Keep the word of God in your heart. You have to stand on the word. Be immovable. You know, if you feel that you are struggling with this, you must go into the scriptures and find those scriptures that talks about who God created you to be and who you are to him and what you have been empowered with spiritually and how you are supposed to be living your life in the earth. It's not about the voices on the outside. It's about the the voice of God speaking to your spirit man, building your inner person up so that you can be strong enough to live the life that he has called you to. And so it's very important that you know that. So let's take a look at, you know, um, some reasons for self-sabotaging behavior. Uh, You know, number one, being familiar with failure, you know, and you may have if you're listening to this and you heard me teach this before, you heard me say this on another um, teaching. We did a challenge, um, a get ready challenge, seven days of preparing yourself to receive handle um, the immediate success from God. And so I talked about this same topic, you know, during that challenge, uh, maybe about a week ago or so. And so you may have heard this before if you're listening to it again. But be, number one, being familiar with failure, you know, um, what happens with self-sabotaging behaviors is that you, um, let's see, you always have a tendency to uh, use situations, take those situations, and what happens is you you take your life and you surround your life, I should say, around a lot of dysfunctional and negative people who pull you down. And when you do that, you become familiar 
with failure because of the people that you have surrounded your life with. You have dysfunctional people around you. You have negative people around you that are constantly pulling you down. And so what happens is you are afraid to try something different because you might fail or others will tell you that it won't work. You know, and so what happens is failure becomes your comfort zone. And where you are comfortable is where you're going to stay. You know, and you won't change without some intentional effort. And so when you are comfort but familiar with failure, failure becomes a comfort zone for you. It's a comfort zone because you surround your life with dysfunctional people and with people who are constantly trying to tear you down or pull you down. And then you start becoming, uh, you get used to that particular thing. All right, um, number two, listening to your uh, critical inner voice. And I just really talked about that to go a little bit further. You know, it's it's that voice that internalizes the attitudes of others directed towards you. Maybe it came from your parents. Maybe it came from other people um, that are influential in your life or you think that are influential in your life. You know, um, somebody may have told you you're lazy growing up, you're useless. And so your self-sabotaging dialogue might tell you um, not to try. For example, why bother? You'll never succeed anyway. You know, and so it's that critical inner voice. Um, that is developed within you from what other people said uh, about you and uh, to you. And so that's number two. And then number three, internalize negative thoughts from your parents or others towards you. You know, so for example, if you grew up with a parent who always saw the negative side of it, could go wrong, how, you know, how they look to other people. You could be making a similar attitude, even you know, without even knowing it. You could take on that same mindset with knowing it, and it's that mindset that's keeping you from progressively moving forward, and you continue to self-sabotage it, all right? And then the last one, um, a feeling of being unworthy. And, of course, it comes from low self-esteem, causing you to feel like you don't deserve success or happiness, you know, in your life that you don't deserve it. And you know that's the farthest thing from the truth. No matter what you've done in your past, in your life, when you give your life to Jesus Christ and you repent of those things and you say you're sorry, your slate is wiped clean. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new creation. All things passed away. Behold, all things become new. And even in that newness, when you mess up, you have a way to repent and ask for forgiveness, pick yourself up and continue on. But when you feel unworthy and you continue to flow in that mindset and in that feeling, then your self-esteem is going to go even lower. And then you are going to feel like you don't deserve success or that you don't deserve uh, happiness. And that will keep you down, period. So you don't want to feel like that because that's not the feeling that we're supposed to have. And so you want to make sure that you you may need to listen to this to the replay of this show because it's very important. As you close out this year, you have to get yourself together. You have to get yourself ready. You know, a lot of times people wait at the top of the year. They make New Year's resolutions. Well, here it is almost, you know, we're into the 10th month of the year. So, what happened to those resolutions that you made earlier? Said, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to think negatively. I'm not going to talk bad about myself. I'm not going to criticize myself. I'm not going to do those things anymore. And here it is in the 10th month, and you find yourself still criticizing yourself, still doing self-sabotaging type behaviors to, um, you know, stop you from being, to stop yourself from being progressively move, uh, progressive, uh, if you will, in the future, in, in your present day. And so, um, it's very important. Don't close the year out having these types of behaviors in your life. So as you can see, you know, self-sabotage is often due to poor love, poor self-esteem and poor self-worth or low self-worth and, and no self-confidence and a lack of self-belief. You don't believe in yourself. You know, you're not going to be successful. It doesn't matter who tells you that you can do it. If you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to be successful. The scripture says, being confident of this, 
He that began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. There's a good work on the inside of you. There's a greater work that is supposed to come from the good works. So if you don't have confidence and don't believe in yourself that God has created you to make a difference in the earth, you know, to make a difference in the world, then you're not going to do that no matter what anyone says. That disbelief that you have about yourself is going to stop you all the time. You're going to get so far and your lack of uh, self-belief is going to step in and you're not going to go any further. And you're going to find yourself starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping, never reaching a goal, never finishing anything, always looking back, talking about what it could have uh, turned out to be or what it could have become, but you won't know it because you keep stopping yourself. So let's look at some of the most common signs of self-sabotage. You know, I've said it uh, just a few minutes ago. I'm going to go a little bit more into details for you, you know. So here's how you can recognize uh, some of the symptoms or the signs. You know, you're often using words like should or I can't. Uh, There's a conflict between your hopes and your desires against your failure to uh, to change anything. Let me say it again. There's a conflict between your hopes and desires against your failure to change anything. What that means is is that you have hopes and desires that you want to accomplish in life, but the reason that you don't accomplish them is because you fail to change what you need to change to make sure that you accomplish your goals and your dreams. And so there's a conflict. Your dreams, your vision, your goals are pushing and uh, and bucking against your lack of change or your lack of your um your failure to change so the two of those your failure to change and what what really is supposed to be coming from your life they are now wrestling and tugging with each other and so you're self-sabotaging because there's a conflict between who you're supposed to be and a conflict with you not wanting to change anything so that you can become who you're supposed to be. So there's a war going on in your spirit. That's a battle going on in your mind. There's a battle going on in your hearing. People say one thing, you interpret it and hear it. You hear it and interpret it a different way. Totally the opposite of what they said. And so there's a struggle, a conflict going on. Low self-esteem is a sign, you know, feeling that uh, no matter what you try, you just can't succeed. Frustration, depression, putting yourself down and telling others, I'm not good enough. Doing things that are dangerous, such as drinking and dr- or drugs. Procrastination, putting off things all the time and then justifying it to yourself that you had to um, put those things off. All right, starting projects but never finishing them. You know, feeling unmotivated, even when you have lots of exciting opportunities before you. You know, dreaming of doing something but never acting on it. Then another sign is worrying. You worry over things that don't really matter. You know, you just spend a whole lot of time worrying. The Bible says be anxious for nothing or in another translation, don't worry about anything. You know, whatever it is, whatever it is, petition it before God, you know. Cast your cares upon God because he cares for you. He says, be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication, make your requests known unto God. So if there's a struggle in your life, something that you think that you you are worrying about or that you're actually worrying about, give that to God. And you need to um, reframe your mind, recondition your mind to have a different thought, not a thought of of worrying. All right? So then also for worrying, believing others will think less of you if you fail. Worrying all the time. You can't succeed. You can't move forward. You can't be the best person that you intended to be or or called to be because you constantly are trying to figure out what are people going to think if I fail. So you are trying to take your mind and get inside the minds of other people. So now you're wasting energy and time and you're wasting, wasting brain power because God never told us to think about what somebody else was thinking. He told us to control what we are thinking. You know, to cast our vain imaginations down. We're to take the mind of Christ on. We're to have think on things that are true, just, lovely, and a praiseworthy and of good report. That's what we're told to think of. We're not told to go into the mind of other people and try to figure out what they're thinking about me. What they're, you know, that's not what we're told to do. And so you'll find yourself worrying about what other people are saying, or then or fretting yourself that that you know you succeed. 
uh, that if you succeed, your friends or family won't like you anymore. Well, if you succeed and your friends and your family um, don't like you anymore, it's probably safe to say that they were not locked in to liking you from the beginning, you know, so or at that particular point. You know, and, and there are a lot of people that will, you know, you'll become successful, you'll succeed at something, get promoted on a job, whatever um, uh, you want to call it. And what will happen is they will um, become jealous of that or they'll become envious of it instead of instead of connecting with you, seeing how they can help or having you teach them how to do how to do something similar so that they can be progressive in life and succeed in life. Yes, they probably will become very um intimidated, angry, jealous, whatever, you know, adjective that you want to use, even to the point of making remarks about you. Who does she think she is just because her business is doing good? She thinks he's better than us. Who does he think he is? He thinks, oh, he's he a big-time man now. All, all sorts of things will come out of other people, other people's mouths when you are successful. You cannot worry about that. You only can worry about what you're supposed to be doing to succeed in life. All right, also under worrying, um, having feelings of stress and anxiousness, unexplained depression and panic attacks, you know, it's it's just too much. If you really look at this, you know, self-sabotage carries a lot of weight with it. It's a lot of struggle that goes on with uh, self-sabotage. It's more struggle to, to stay in this than it is to just walk in your creative purpose. You know, so I know it sounds easier. I know you might be saying it's easier said than done if you're struggling with it. But if you look at it, you know, if you say, God, just remove some scales off my eyes so at least I can see that what I'm in is not good and that this weight here is heavier than my desire. It's too hard to stay in this. I have to work really hard at self-sabotage. i got to put a lot of effort into this. So why can't I take this same energy and direct it towards something that's going to be positive, that, that I can enjoy in life? And that journey is more, you know, exciting than me feeling weighted down, boggled down, depressed, full of pan, uh, anxiety, going into panic, attack, panic attacks, all those types of things. It, this is tougher. This is harder than just walking in my creative purpose. My creative purpose, somebody may have to teach me how to do some things, but when I'm not walking in it, to stay in the comfort zone of self-sabotage, i got to put forth a lot of effort. And this is too much to, for me to, to, to bear. This is just too much. So when you talk about worrying, and then um, another sign is being angry with yourself, with others, and your situation, uh, feeling unworthy, uh, when, uh, feelings of worthlessness, you know, um, taking unfair and misguided criticism to heart, you know, letting others put you down and then internalizing that thing. That's why it's so confident that you know who you are. You must know who you are. Who did God create you to be? Go into the scriptures and focus on those scriptures that talk to you about who you are, who you were created to be, who are you in the eyes of God, how special you are to him. Um, You're the apple of his eye. He knows everything about you, even to the intricate, most delicate parts of your being. You know, you really have to get into the scriptures to really fortify your spiritual being with knowing who you are to be confident with that. Because if you're not, somebody will come along and say the wrong thing and everything will shatter in your life. But when you are confident of this, that that great work, that good work that God has began in you, when you know that the word says to guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. You will not allow anything to come past the guard that you have around your heart that's not a, that is not supposed to be, that's not supposed to get past those barriers, those guards, uh, that guarding of your heart. There are some things that that's just absolutely can't get past that. So when you become confident about who you are, you can put you can guard your heart with all diligence, so that when your issue springs forth, it'll be the issues of life that God wants you to experience. When those rivers of living water come through into your life, it'll be the rivers of water that God wants you to come through you to impact, influence, transform the lives of other people. It won't be contaminated water filled with a lot of criticism, self-doubt, low self-esteem, anger, depression. It won't be contaminated waters. It'll be rivers of living water that will come forth from you. And so you have to recognize your your own... um, Self sabotage, you know. So how do you recognize that? What are the the the, the signs 
that you want to watch out for. One of them is what I call grinding to a halt, you know, and what that means is, you know, um, it's when you, uh, when you grind to a halt for no rational reason, it's when you are trying to achieve a goal, but then all of a sudden you just stop. Desire, you have the skills and you have the ability, but something just seems to stop you. That's a sign that you're walking in self-sabotage is when there's a, a, halt, a grinding to the halt that occurs where when you get to a certain point, you just stop, all right? And then not being able to do something, um, when you have that all is another sign um is when you can't do something um when you feel that you can't do something you should be able to do even though you uh instructively know how you know uh how to do it or or that you need to do it but you feel like you can't do it and you know you're capable of doing it but you talk yourself out of you know doing it um so I want to uh, ask your I'm going to give you a quick assignment I want you to write these questions down, and I want you to ask yourself these questions. So I want you to just um, get a um, pen and pad, you know, um, and write these uh, questions down. You know, um, these are some questions that you really want to ask yourself. Number one, what areas do you find yourself procrastinating, doing, or putting off making a decision about? What areas do you find yourself procrastinating, doing, or putting off making a decision about. All right. Then number two, what goals have you had for a long time and never been and have never been able to reach? What goals have you had for a long time and never been able to reach? Okay. Then number three. What in your life causes you dissatisfaction because you know you can do it or you can do it better? What in your life causes you dissatisfaction because you know you can do it or do it better? What is that thing that you know you're capable of doing but you've allowed yourself, you have talked yourself out of it? You've allowed that critical inner voice to stop you. You hear those replays over and over again of people saying that you can't do something. So what is it that that causes, what's in your life causes you dissatisfaction because you know you can do it or do it better. All right? So I want to ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself those questions. And then another area that you want to recognize that causes, to recognize yourself sabotaging behavior is fearing success. Do you find yourself always fearing the responsibility that comes with accomplishing your goals? Do you feel? Do you fear that getting out of your comfort zone will make you stand out? You know, your comfort zone is safe, but if you push toward that comfort zone and succeed, then you're going to stand out before everybody else. So, do you have a fear? Do you fear success? So, if you really want to position yourself to finish strong and position yourself so that you will not be um, Engaging in self-sabotage behavior, you're going to have to get rid of or um, you're going to have to really start beating or defeating, I should say. I'm going to say it differently, defeating self-sabotage. You know, you have to really uh, get rid of the things um, in your mindset and the things that are in the way to make room for you to receive success. Right now, all of these, all of these self-sabotaging behaviors, beliefs, thoughts, words, they're all taking up space, and the space that it's taking up is the space that's supposed that has been re- reserved for success. So until you remove them, then success has no room in your life, and you always be wondering if you could have, but not believing that you can. And self sabotage will occupy space that was never purposed for it. And ten years from now, you'll be looking back over your life, wondering why you didn't get. Um, any further in your life. And so we're going to take a 30-second break, come back, and then we're going to talk about some tips of overcoming self-sabotage, self-sabotaging behavior. So let's take a quick break. You can get a sip of water, something like that, come on back so we can finish up.
Okay, welcome back. So we're going to give you talk about some ways to really uh, beat or defeat self-sabotaging behavior. I want you to, to make a decision to come out of your comfort zone, and right now your comfort zone is a self-sabotage comfort zone. It's where you've been for a minute, for years, and want you to push toward that fear barrier. You desire change, but you haven't uh, made the steps to actually move toward change. And so I want you to really push yourself toward um, the fear barrier. I want you to move against that fear barrier so that you can uh, experience uh, the life that God intended uh, for you. So I want you to really uh, make a decision to really get out of your comfort zone. All right? So, you know, should you stay in your comfort zone? If it's self-sabotage, no. All right? And so, uh, you know, your your comfort zone uh, is defined as a space where your activities and behaviors fit a routine or pattern that minimizes any risk or stress. And that's what self-sabotage does. All right? You're going to be successful, you got to take risks. You're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to take risks. You want to advance in your career or on your job, you have to take risks. You have to do things. You have to apply for promotions that you probably think you don't qualify for. That's a risk to apply and then be interviewed uh, for a job that uh, you, on the inside you're like, well, I don't know if I'm going to get this because I don't have a master's degree or I don't have uh, any particular um, training in, in that particular area, but I know I can learn. It's a risk to actually put that application in and say, look, I'm going to go for it. You know, I'm going to do it anyway and uh, and get the interview and go in there and have to really Sit there in a spirit of confidence, you know, believing and uh, being able to articulate your your words correctly to to inf, inf, to influence them that you you know uh, that to make an influential impact that you have the right choice, you know. So uh, it's you know the comfort zone is is any space where activities and behaviors fit a routine or a pattern that minimizes any risk or stress, you know. Um, it's where things are comfortable for you. You become familiar. Uh, with things, and you're secure in all of that uncertainty. There are no risks in your comfort zone, you know, um, and so you have to move past that. So to get out your comfort zone, there's some things that you have to do. The first, first thing that you have to do is be aware of when you are resisting moving out of your comfort zone. Take note of that. You're going to need a journal on this journey. When you're moving past self-sabotage, you need a journal so you can actually, you know, write out what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what's happening to you on the inside as you take this unexpected journey. You know, so you want to really be aware of when you're resisting moving out of your out of your comfort zone. All right? Then number two, you want to change how you feel when you're moving out of your comfort zone. You're, you know, when you move when moving out of your comfort zone scares you, you want to you want to change how you feel. Embrace the challenge. Set goals for yourself that force you to come out of your comfort zone. Set goals that will force you to come out of your comfort zone. So if you had a project that you started and every time you get to a certain point you stop, set a goal to go one step beyond the stopping point and push yourself to do whatever the next is so that you won't stop. And then set another goal to go to the next stop. To, to get out to get to that point where you're not starting and stopping, you have to set a goal, push yourself beyond that barrier uh, of the comfort zone. So when you get to the stop point, that's the comfort zone. You have to set a goal and push and do it and go beyond that stopping point. All right? All right? And then number three, this is very important, don't try to sprint out of your comfort zone. You know, take small but steady steps, you know, away from where you – you know, where you feel comfortable, identify your fears and face them step by step. That's why I say you need a journal. You know, you're going to be able to, you need to write this down. This is not a, you know, this is, it's not listening to this today and then tomorrow you're out, you're free. You know, and I believe in miracles and I believe, I believe in right now deliverance, you know, but everyone in the word of God, in the Bible didn't receive right now deliverance. So you may be one of those people that need another touch, you know, so if that's you, Pray for another touch and keep praying for another touch until you are totally, completely delivered from self-sabotage, self-sabotaging behaviors. All right. So when you do it, when you when you've done that, when you pushed out of your your comfort zone, when you stretched yourself beyond your comfort zone, when you learn a new language or uh, you know uh, to speak to yourself, you know 
uh, a new skill that you're applying to your life, and that that new skill is, you know, putting your hands to work to do whatever it is that you want to do and desire to do it without stopping, but setting those goals and moving forward in life, then what do you do next? All right, so as you know and as you've seen um, from this teaching that um, self-sabotaging behavior is a self-defeating way of thinking. It's in your mind. So it can um, knock you down and keep you, you know, stuck in a place, unable to move, you know, pretty much out of your comfort zone or to try something new. It it involves negative self-talk. It involves negative behavior, you know, and it's just an easy habit that you can fall into and a difficult one to break out of. So by becoming aware of what's going on when you're doing it is how you're going to beat it. So you need to realize uh, where the self-sabotage is coming from. So if you're going to position yourself to really beat it, where is it coming from? You can't be in denial about this. Sometimes it can be a little painful to identify where it's coming from. So you can't be in denial. You've got to push yourself and just confront the real and the truth so that you can do something about so about it. So is it from having a, a low self-esteem or some type of anxiety in your life? You know, does it come from, you know, uh, hypersensitivity or depression you know, is it coming from um, a lack of self-confidence, you know, or a lack of assertiveness? Um, are you a workaholic? Are you an underachiever? You know, where is it coming from? Does it come from poor relationships or social skills? Are you needy or have unreasonable expectations? Where is the self-sabotaging coming from? And you can answer that question. You know, if I was counseling with you or doing some type of life coaching for this particular area of your life, then um, I could really help you with discovering um, uh, where it's coming from. But you are the person that has to decide or identify rather not decide, but you have to decide where it's actually coming from because you are the one that knows what has happened in your life, what has been said to you, you and how it has uh, affected you. Okay, so you have to really, really take a look at this, all right? So your next step will begin with you tackling your self-sabotaging talk and behavior. So when you catch yourself saying or doing some negative, something negative, saying something negative, turn it around and keep repeating the positive of it. You know, address your fears. You know, turn your fears around and put them in the correct perspective, you know. Um, you, know I, you know, for example, I'm going to give you one, you know, I talked about um, maybe you um, working on a project, okay? So when it when you get started working on your project, you want to turn your talk around um, and say, for example, something like, even though I don't have the skills to complete the project on time, I know I can learn and find the resources I need to finish it. When I start working on the project, all the doubts and anxieties I have been stressing over while procrastinating will begin to disappear. Start speaking confidence into the atmosphere. Your ears will hear yourself talking. So start, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. So start speaking into the atmosphere so that you can hear yourself saying positive things over your life. You know, uh, some people call them positive affirmations. We call them positive affirmations or positive confession, faith confessions. So you want to begin to start speaking things over your own life. Hear, talk aloud so you can hear your voice so that you, just like you were impacted by other voices talking to you that were saying negative things, you want to hear your voice saying something positive in the atmosphere to you so that your mind can begin to change and take on the words of your own mouth. So you're going to change that I can't, I, you know, I'm not good enough uh, all of that stuff and change it into I can learn the skills that I need to learn to finish the project on time. I can do more things to, through Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, I have uh, what I've been stressing over. I know that if I continue on, that the, the procrastination and the disbelief will disappear if I keep working at this. There's so many ways that you can begin to uh, start your healing uh, journey. So. I want you to take a look at whatever behavior it is that you want to change first, whatever that is in your life that's self-sabotaging. 
Look at that. Take them one at a time. You can't defeat this overnight. So take each one at a time. So if it's low self-esteem, take that first. If it's um, low, um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, lack of confidence, take that. If it's um, negative thoughts, take that. Whatever um, you can work on uh, at a point that's comfortable for you, because I don't want you to become so overwhelmed with the pain involved or where that comes from that you can't function and you can't uh, fight it. When it's that bad, you need professional help. And I'm not making uh, uh, fun of that. You really do. If you are to the point where it's so painful that you cannot take this journey alone, you need uh, professional help. You need a professional counselor, a really trained and skilled life coach, not just a life coach that's talking about, you know, you got everything on the inside of you. Um, We're just going to make it come forward, come out. No, you need someone who really knows a lot about human behavior and why people do what they do, who is a life coach who is skilled and gifted at really taking you through that journey that you need to go through in order to position yourself to accomplish everything that you want to accomplish. Really good counselors, psychologists, life coaches that are that are skilled at what they do are people who can ask uh, thought-provoking questions that really will bring transformation to your life. And they know how to focus on what's going on on the inside of you emotionally, what's going on psychologically on the inside of you, and what um, the how the environment impacts the way that you're feeling today and what you can do um, to begin to move forward in that. They will give you homework assignments, you know, and uh, things for you to do before the, you know, to do either in session at that moment or when to bring back to the next uh, session. Some of the things that people go through in life, you, myself, anyone, sometimes uh, you need a person who is gifted and skilled at helping people to come out of where they are in a rut or in a stagnant position and to really use the skills to propel them to move forward in life to doing something greater and better with their lives to overcome certain situations. So, you know, as like myself, counselor, uh, board-certified coach, you need someone who can really do that. You know, I, when I was um, training in grad school, when I was going to grad school, you know, um, I did two things. I first did, um, I went to grad school at Oral Roberts University, Graduate School of Theology, I did, the first track that I did for a master's was a master's in Christian education. Now, that's not schools like through 12th grade. That's the teaching ministry of the church. And the second master's I got was in counseling. The reason I did that, because in order for you to help a person change, you have to teach them how to change. And so when you bridge the two together, when you take the teaching element and connect it to the counseling element, then you're able to become, when, when you're in that session, when a person is in a session with you, they're not just counseling, they're also influentially impacting your life for change through teaching, by giving you guidance, by giving you, uh, teaching teaching you strategies and skills and things on how to cope with something. And, you know, you can't change a man's behavior until you actually cha- teach him how to change, Period. So I can tell you sitting in front of me, and all I said, well, it's already on the inside of you. I just need to pull it out, you know. Okay. But for me, as a counselor and as a a board-certified coach, I use the gift of teaching to draw out of you what needs to be in front of you and then turn around and teach you a skill or a strategy to cope with whatever you're going through so that you can become a better person. That's from the personal side, the self-improvement uh, side of things, you know, you you until you change a man's uh, thoughts, you will not change his behaviors. You change his thoughts by teaching him to think a different way. Simple as that. So that was sidebar. But so here are some key uh, things that you need to ponder. You know, while you're going through your 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 healing journey of being uh, delivered and set free from self sabotage, these are some things I want you to really ponder. I want you to think about them. I want you to. <clears throat> Excuse me, write them down, 
so that you can remember them or have them at a place where you can read over them again and again as you go through the journey. The first thing that I want you to do is don't wait until things are perfect. Things will never be as perfect as your mind right now is telling you, all right? So don't wait till things are perfect. You know, we often want things to be like 100% certain of an answer before we speak or put an ideal into practice. You know, we overanalyze certain things, you know, and that's where um, overanalyzing is like a classic form of self-sabotage. So I want you to strive for excellence, uh, but um, put it put it out there anyway. Strive for excellence by putting it out there anyway. So if you know you have a goal that you want to reach, do it anyway. No matter what you're thinking, do it anyway. Push yourself, you know. So don't wait till something is perfect. Nothing will ever be 100% perfect, but it can be sharp enough and ready for you to do something with it. So if you um, uh, have things that you want to do, a goal that you want to accomplish, then put it out there before you and start working toward that, okay? Then number two, I want you to watch your words. You know, um, you know, your words influence how confident you are or how confident you appear to be. So saying things like I can't, I don't deserve it, or two common self-sabotaging phrases, you want to avoid them at all costs. You know, you want to say I can, I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm able, I'm capable. Change your words. So watch your words. Watch what you're saying because words are powerful. You know, we used to say, um, in the, you know, when we were growing up, you know, your mom would tell you sticks and stones may break your bones, but words never will. Words may not break your bones, but it can break your heart. So make sure you watch your words. And you can break your own heart with your own words. And so make sure that you watch your words. All right. Number three, get out of your comfort zone. All right. Number four, shift your belief by visualizing a positive outcome. I want you to shift your belief by visualizing a positive outcome. So if you set that goal, and your goal may be to um, uh, be, let's say, um, become stronger in your inner man. I'm going to take it from a personal level, not so much business or ministry, to um, to become stronger spiritually. That's your goal. So you are your overall goal. And then you might say, I want to be, uh, I, want to, I want to read um, um, four chapters of the book of Psalms by the end of the week, all right? You want to put that out there, all right? And then you want to shift your belief to believe that you are capable of doing that, and when you do it, you're going to start growing spiritually, all right? Set the timer. Do what you have to do for a reminder. Say, every morning I get up for the next four days, I'm going to read one chapter of Psalms. By the end of, toward the end of the week, I should have read all four, all four chapters, just in case I have to skip a day for whatever reason. So by the end of next week, I want to have I want to have read four to five chapters of the book of Psalms. And I want to underline things that speak to me. And so by the end of that week, you want to go back and see in your Bible where you read it and that you have words and phrases underlined in there. And then you want to feel good about having accomplished that for your own spiritual growth. All right, if you if you're in a point of succeeding and you keep stopping Starting projects, you might say, by the end of next week, I want to have written um, three uh, strong paragraphs um, for uh, my consulting business brochures where I talk about my services. I want to have strong paragraphs, crisp, clean paragraphs. The grammar is correct. The wording is right. I want three strong paragraphs because every time I get to this point, I stop. That's why I don't have brochures. So you want to you want to set that goal and you want to do it. Make the timer go off. Do what you have to do. Have get an accountability partner. Have to call you to remind you that you said you wanted to do that and ask you how many have how many paragraphs have you written. Read it to me. You know. So do what you need to do. You know. Um, by the end of next week, I want to have read a short book on changing negative thoughts to pause and buy the book from Barnes and Noble or wherever and set a time to read every day. Look at how many pages it is. And so, okay, the book is a hundred pages. So I want to read 25 pages a day. So by the end of the next four days or the end of next week, I would have read this book and underline those things that speak to me and begin to internalize that so I can change my thought life. So I can stop uh, self self-sabotaging my own success 
my own personal uh, development and growth, my own uh, stopping my own uh, progression in life. So I want to read that. So you want to make sure that you shift your belief by visualizing your outcome, set that goal, put it out there. All right, remember, start slowly, make small changes. Don't try to sprint ahead and make drastic changes. You know, um, if you were one of those chronic, negative, nearly kind of people, you need to work on changing your thoughts slowly. All right, and again, if it's really to the extreme, you're going to need someone to help you, to help you do that, and that's what I'm here for. So you can contact me at ginger at gingerlondon.com so that you can set up a session uh, with me uh, to help you get past that. So I'm here for that. So I want you to change your self-sizing behavior. I want you to realize that it will take time. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some consistent effort. So uh, by the end results, but but the end results can be very, very uh, amazing for your life. You know, you'll be able to go for your dream, express yourself in a positive way, and actually live the more abundant life that God wants you to live so once again, if you are someone listening to this show live or if you're listening to the replay and you need some help in actually accomplishing this and getting uh, over this hurdle in your life, be sure to contact me by emailing me at ginger at gingerlondon.com. And I'll, through email, we can set up a scheduled time where we can talk. You can schedule a session Um or I can point you to some resources that will help you. And so thank you so much for joining me on the show on today. God bless you again. I'm Minister Ginger London, the owner of GingerLondon.com. I am your uh, kingdom leader and board-certified coach. So God bless you. Have a wonderful and awesome kind of evening. Take care. God bless you.